Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Siegel, the top Republican on the House Intelligence Committee, is condemning former President Donald Trump's call to suspend the Constitution over the 2020 election. I vehemently disagree with, uh, with the statement that, that Trump has made. Trump has made, you know, a thousand statements in which I, I, I disagree. Appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, Representative Mike Turner of Ohio says he absolutely condemns Trump's suggestion and added that people certainly are going to take into consideration a statement like this as they evaluate a candidate. Gas prices are down again today. AAA puts the national average at 3.41 a gallon. That's down a penny from yesterday and 14 cents lower than where things stood a week ago. The head of national intelligence says both Russian and Ukrainian armies are slowing the tempo of fighting heading into the winter. Speaking at the Reagan Defense Forum in California, U.S. National Intelligence Director Avril Haines says both sides are likely preparing for major counteroffensives in the spring. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. It's that time of year again. No, not the holidays. Medicare open enrollment. And if you have questions about Medicare, you should talk to the local experts. Paul Barrich and Associates. Paul and his agents are certified with plans that are accepted by most of the medical groups in our area. Call 909-793-0385. Their services are free. And after 41 years in the business, their agents are trained to help you pick the plan that's right for you. Happy holidays from the crew at KCAA. Do you have a special, personal Christmas message you like to convey? Imagine the delight of your loved ones when they hear all about it on KCAA. Do you want to get your message out about your Christmas side gig, business, or service? How about your holiday event? Put us to work and support your favorite local radio station, KCAA. For a modest amount, KCAA can get your message out to nearly 1 million listeners from Yucaipa, Reno Valley, Hemet, Cherry Valley, San Bernardino, and beyond. For more info, you can jingle our bells at 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. Or you can log on to kcaaradio.com. Make your holidays delightful, memorable, and special this holiday on Express 106.5 FM and 10.50 AM, the stations that leave no listener behind. The caring staff at Mac Flavor Ingredients reminds everyone to please take the opportunity to give blood. By doing so, you may save the life of a friend, child, elderly person, surgery patient, or an accident victim. So give blood. It's safe, simple, and saves lives. This important reminder is a courtesy of Mac Flavor Ingredients in Riverside, where they care about the safety and welfare of our community. Be a silent hero, and if you can, give the gift of life. Give blood. 
What is the Dell Wamsley Radio Show? Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. You need to stop being dependent on a paycheck. All of these self-help motivational people, they wind you up like a little clock. Click, 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 click. And then they let you go. Boom. Who is the show about? I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Learn the secrets of building wealth from Dell Wamsley. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to noon, right here on KCAA. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. This segment is sponsored by PressPrint, Southern California's best full-service union printer and mail house. They offer the lowest prices around with unmatched service and reliability and free delivery throughout SoCal. PressPrint can print anything from letterhead, business cards, and campaign literature to mailers of any size, lawn signs, banners, door hangers, or just about anything you might want. PressPrint promises to save money for you, your business, or your campaign. If you'd like to learn more, contact Mike Krumbrin at PressPrint, 714 Get the union bug. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades, nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909 909- 307-0017 or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. The following program is produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting. The Gab Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Kir Bashir, and Andrea Rodeman. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. This week, uh, our topic uh, is the psychosis of racism and fear of black excellence is white supremacy uh, an illusion. So I'm going to begin this segment by an article that I read by Alvin Poussant, who is a, he's a physician. um, uh, Actually, he's a psychiatrist, well known for his research on the efforts, uh, effects of racism in the black community. He is the dean of students at Harvard Medical School, um, and his work in psychiatry is influenced greatly by the civil rights movement 
in the South, which he uh, joined in 1965. And the article that he wrote that I'm going to read from um, is, is extreme racism a mental illness? And uh, he says that after several racist killings in the civil rights area, era, a group of black psychiatrists sought to have extreme bigotry classified as a mental disorder. So he, uh, this is his suggestion and as far as suggesting this under the American uh, Psychiatric Association to mm -hmm. classify uh, extreme racism as a uh, uh, psychiatric uh, disorder or a psychotic disorder. He says that a he defines it as a delusion whose theme is that a group of individuals who share a defining characteristic in one's environment have a particular and unusual significance. These delusions are usually of a negative or pejorative nature, but also may be grandiose in content. When these delusions are extreme, the person may act out by attempting, attempting to harm and even murder members of a despised group. Says extreme racist delusions can also occur as a major symptom in other psychotic disorders such as schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Persons suffering delusions uh, usually have serious social dysfunction that impairs their ability uh, to work with others and maintain uh, employment. And he says that it's time for the American Psychi Psychiatric Association to des designate extreme racism as a mental health problem by recognizing it as a delusional psychotic symptom. Persons afflicted with such uh, uh, psychosis represent an immediate danger to themselves and to others, right? Mm. So, you know, one of the things that I've always stated when we talked about the issue of racism is that, um, first of all, I've never really been a big fan of the term racism because I thought of it as more of a sickness. You know, mm -hmm. I think that you give it some degree of legitimacy when you refer to it as racism, right? You know, just... just <coughs> Without looking, I always say it, it, we should we should look at it as these people being psychotic, or you know it being some sort of sickness, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know we kind of define it in a way uh, which makes it which gives it some degree of power, right? Mm -hmm. And um, which is which is extremely you know untrue when you think about the whole idea of racism. And I'm not really a big fan of the narrative that we have when we talk about the issue of racism. I mean, I'm not a fan of it at all. And oftentimes the the um, the narrative that we uh, that we usually describe it or whenever we talk about the issue of racism is always from the perspective of supremacy. Right. Or privilege. Um, and from us being somewhat of, of victims, right? And, you know, that gives it power, power that it, 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 that is not realistic, nor power that I believe that it actually, uh, deserves, right? And so, 
you know, they've been able to capitalize on the narrative just simply because of our own internalized racism by allowing someone to, uh, you know, impose their mental. Because oftentimes, I mean, when people are suffering from mental diseases or from mental problems, oftentimes people who are around those individuals have to suffer the wrath of that particular psychosis. Mm -hmm. And after a while, it has, you know, an impact on on those individuals, right? Mm -hmm. Which has happened to us as as African Americans, or black people here in in the uh, in, in in America. So, one of the major things that we have to do as black people is we have to definitely change the narrative as it relates to their so-called privilege or their so-called uh, supremacy. Now, I know that lately there's been a lot of conversation and a lot of talk about, uh, you know, Kanye West and this situation uh, about Kyrie Irving and his situation, you know, and how, you know, and then how individuals were so quick to go to criticize the, both Kyrie and Kanye. Yeah. From our own community uh, and how they should have. And, and you know, a lot, I think a lot of what and even when they talked about, you know, um, who were some of the, the 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 suspects in that in that situation? It was uh, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, Shaq, Shaq. Um, who else? Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> and who else? LeBron spoke out too. Yeah, and you know you had had LeBron that that made a statement mm -hmm. uh, about the issue, and you know, and so they the people been on them. Yeah, you know about the about them making that statement, and then you had of course LeBron who came back later on and asked the press about why didn't they ask him about Jerry Jones yeah. and the fact that he was captured in a picture uh, during uh, apparently was in Arkansas when they were had some black students who were, I guess, being escorted or in the process of, of, of segregating into a school and this mob was outside and his picture was seen there. So he mm -hmm. wanted to know why wasn't, you know, why wasn't that brought out? Exactly. Right. So, you know, um I, I look at it and I think that when, you know, is that the best way to, and then of course when they came out and they made those statements and they were critical of them, I think a lot of it was, you know, I'm not quite sure why they were so quick to go out without trying to necessarily understand. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, I'm not so sure that they probably even saw the video that he posted. I think that a lot of times we feed off of sound bites mm -hmm. and we just make assumptions mm -hmm. and it was an opportunity for whatever reason for them to, you know, um, to go out and, 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 and make those condemn condemnations, especially against Kyrie, yeah. which, you know, seemed <coughs> to be a little bit uh, quick to, um, to criticize. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, you know, and, and when you kind of break up that issue with Kyrie and his posting, um, and let's just analyze that from in a light, 
that's most favorable to Kyrie, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he he's looking at, just keep in mind, this is something that he got off of Amazon. Amazon just recently refused to take it off his platform, mm. right? Isn't it Amazon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They refuse to take it off the platform, and there is no no Amazon's not apologizing. Nobody's boycotting Amazon. That's right. It's been and, and in fact, the scuttlebutt is is that it played in a movie owned by Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, in a movie theater owned by Shaquille yeah. O'Neal, right? Mm-hmm. So that be, that makes it questionable about why Kyrie, you know. Who's looking at his social media, sees that he posted, then all of a sudden it becomes an issue when it's been on that platform and nobody has said anything about it, right? Yeah. That that seems to be, you know, relatively unfair. But let's just assume you're looking, uh, you're, you, there's a film or there's a book or, or whatever it is. And, and like in many cases, there can always be something about a film or a book or or anything where you may, there may be something that you agree with and there may be parts of it that you don't agree with, right? right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, does that negate the fact that the, of, of what you're trying to express, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, let, let me give you a, a, a great example of why it's unfair if you're going to use that analysis. And I'll use this analysis. Let's just say that this the, the America as a nation, right? I would think that most of us, when we dis- when we talk about America, we're going to go through the first break, and when we we talk about America, I think that you know most of us uh, have positive things at some point to say about the ideals of America, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say I'm a citizen <coughs> of this country and, I'm, you know, there's greatness in this country, mm-hmm. you know, um, does that mean that if you say America's great or you go and you serve America, you serve your country as a veteran, as many black people have done, in light of the fact of what America has done to people, Right. Mm -hmm. Such as the centuries of slavery, you know, such as the Jim Crow, such as uh, COINTELPRO, such as many things that our nation, without question, has done bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that the fact that you say that America is a great nation does its 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 spotty past does that negate the greatness of it or does it or does it negate the fact that it, there's some there's uh the, America is a great nation mm-hmm. the point i'm trying to make is i'm trying to use this as an analogy is that you cannot say that if a person says that america is a great nation you can automatically condemn that individual because it says that you're co-signing the the ugliness that we have in our in our history, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Mm. And it's the same thing when you're saying, okay, I'm looking at this at there's 
I'm looking at this film or I'm looking at this documentary and there's yeah. some things in this documentary that may be inaccurate. Correct. And if I co-sign this documentary that may have some negative things in it, does that mean that I co-sign the negative aspects of no, it? No, no, no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's a lot of things that, for example, whether it is a an artist or whether it is, and when I say artist, I mean an actor or an actress or a songwriter or a movie or a documentary mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, there sometimes you can, let me give you like Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Now for me, I like the movie. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that say that it's a terrible movie because... Um, it's, it they take all the the black man out of uh, completely out of it. It's about it's a movie about yeah, black women, that, and then yeah. the black man is just completely. They couldn't find mm-hmm. a black man to take over for uh, Chadwick Boseman to be the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. I mean, do, I mean, if, if Superman died, or if, if if the person playing Superman died, would they get rid of the character and let a woman play Superman? Or mm. Batman, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've completely got rid of this character. He's dead, and now all of a sudden you put a woman in this place. So there's individuals that were very critical of the movie because of that concept that they yeah. used, and we've heard a lot about that, yeah, right? Correct. But I personally like the movie. Yeah. Right. But I do. But I understand what, what they're saying. saying. Exactly. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Got it. Because whether people believe it or not, black people can uh, chew gum and walk at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Right. We are intelligent enough to look at something and differentiate between what is good and what is bad. Yeah. There's no absolutes in anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if, you know, as you grow and you become intelligent. It, it it just doesn't work. It's almost yeah. like me saying that for me to have a relationship with considering our past, right? Mm-hmm. If someone says, because you have a relationship with white people, then that's bad because you know what white people did to us. Yeah. <laughs> could you make that argument? I mean, you could. You see what I'm saying? You could, yeah, so, so the point I'm trying yeah. to make is, is it ira- is that an irrational excuse that he said he had it he didn't look you know whatever there's parts of it he didn't believe in and he doesn't co-sign and if I hurt somebody I'm sorry mm-hmm. right yeah that seems very much you know that's, yeah, that's overboard yeah mm-hmm. because it, it, uh, obviously that seems very rational to me because you know it, it insults his intelligence yes yeah. yes because it says that you know what. You would know, you don't know better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you cannot look at a movie and say, or a documentary and say that there's things when it's, and, and primarily what he is saying is it has to do with the fact that they're saying that people of African descent may be the original Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, there's people, does that, does that sound, that's not new. Right. That's not, no, right. Not, not at, at all. all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been saying that, you know, but yeah, then when somebody time. of his caliber says it, says it is that what, uh, you know, is that really where, you know, you're upset 
about. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah exactly. it's a platform. I um, can say it all day. Right. Nobody is just going to be us, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. Letting it, it's to the masses, so that's right. where the problem comes So it's, it's just like anything, you know, sometimes you have to pick and you have to choose your fights. Mm. Yes. Just like if someone says, okay, Jerry Jones, because he was standing outside of that school with people that were mobbing, to criticize the sec- the, 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 integration. The, the integration of the school, mm-hmm. then that means that he's basically, you know, a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Can I come to that conclusion? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, you see what I mean? Yeah. So in other words, what I'm saying is, is that basically, you know, he says he's not a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. He said he's not racist. Are there things that he has done in his adult life recently mm-hmm. that would suggest otherwise, right? Right. But am I going to hang my hat on that picture? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So so the point that someone is saying is like, okay, if you can, if that's, it, it, one is as much of a stretch as the other. Exactly. Now, if yeah. he's in a picture where this happened, he there's no way that he possibly could have been standing there yeah. And not have been a white supremacist because and, there's and no way two things exactly. you know, that's yeah. impossible. Yeah. yeah, just like there's no way that someone could look at a movie or a documentary that has negative things in it that you like. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like there's there's certain rap songs mm-hmm. that that I like. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's definitely lyrics that I don't cosign. Exactly. Yes. You know what I mean? Correct. Yes. Like, there's certain things I hear in. It's like, man, he didn't even have to say that. Exactly. Because that would have still been a good, that's a hot song. Yeah. That's a hot hook. It's just hot. And then he had to go there. Why was he saying that? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But but I still like it. And I still bump it, mm-hmm. right? If right. I'm in my car, that, that's the you truth. see what I'm saying? That's the truth. My struggle so, all the time. Right. So so I think that you know, um, it, it it is a it is a play on our intelligence. But this is really what's happening. This is to show you the power that we have that we don't that we don't realize. Mm-hmm. I was watching a guy that was interviewing some people on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This was I watched one in Japan and I watched one in Korea. Okay. And they were going around and they were asking, what do you thought about black people? These were younger people. Mm-hmm. And they're um they're embracing of our culture is unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Mhm. You know, the the culture of the, the the when you think of American culture, and we've talked about this before, whether you go to a, anywhere in Asia and in Europe or whatever, you know, if you go to uh, Europe and you see a black person from Nigeria, from Ghana, that's never been to the U.S., mm-hmm. but is in in London, they're going to dress like us. Yeah. yeah. When you hear those guys that are rapping in Africa, they're rapping they like, us. like us. Correct. Yeah. So our culture is so. I think that it's 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 more than we even realize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. they that younger people in different places have embraced embraced our swag. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, that's 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 the that's the threat right there. That is the really, threat. That's the threat <laughs> yeah. right there yeah. that we can influence the world with 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 our cultural values and the things that and we do, and problem. we influence the whole world. That's where the problem that's comes. That's where the fear because, is coming from. Exactly, yeah. like yeah. you say, we're the champs, mm-hmm. and so therefore, when when Kyrie Irving get up there, it's not just something small. Right. It's something great because right. they see a threat in that. That this can be. It's just like when the stuff happened with George Floyd. It was all over the world. People with protests in every every country almost. Yeah. Right. So when you have that type of influence, and then you have someone that with a platform that can put this out and have people go look at a documentary or go read a book, mm-hmm. that's a threat. That's absolute threat. Yeah. And, you know? and, that, and that and that's the fear. Yeah. Exactly. The fear is that like he just tweeted it, and that he's it's like you know uh, there there may be things that are questionable that by him doing it. Uh, they don't want to people to know to wake up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying. So my thing when it when it I, I th- thought it was extremely unfair mm-hmm. for them to to do that, mm-hmm. right? Be- and, and this is another thing: is what about let's say Kanye? Kanye'd be tripping, but <laughs> I have yeah. to say that yeah. you know. But let's say. When he said that, um, you know, the situation he said about slavery was a choice. Mm-hmm. Well, what did Nike do? Uh, who, who does it, is it Adidas? Adidas. Adidas. What did Adidas do? They didn't yeah. do nothing. What Not did what did uh, any of those platforms? Vincent, that he, and all of them, they, they, they didn't do, do nothing. nothing. Right? Yeah. So, so why not? Because it's not a threat to them. Uh, yeah, and, it's and a, a black man to, to, speaking against right. something yeah. they don't want to talk about anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so my point is that if you're going to do that, you need to do it with the same intensity. With no matter what he said, it should have mm-hmm. been the same reaction. It right. should have said, "You know what? We're going to cut ties with Kanye West because of what he said was extremely insensitive to African Americans." To say said that's extremely insensitive to right. say mm-hmm. something like that was a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I mean, and, and that's where I'm going, I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, you need to, if you're going to start trying to cancel people because of, you know, these things that you perceive to be insensitive, then you need to be consistent about right. what you're doing. Right. But, but also it goes back to even if you create music that promotes black on black crime, mm-hmm. right? You can hear about that all day long. Right. But if I promote some music. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talking about some gays or something like that, then it's an issue. Oh, immediately. You see what I'm saying? There's a big issue with that. And so there's that double standard there. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, I mean, well, that's, if, they, if they want to talk, if they want to talk about insensitive, why don't they talk about the way that the uh, Ethiopian Jews are treated in Israel? Yeah, mm, correct, yeah. right? Yeah, how mm-hmm. they're discriminated against? Yeah. yeah, right. Who who have been? You know, we talk about having, 
you know, this this uh, genetic connection who they were actually uh, proving to have DNA mm -hmm. connected to what would consider them so-called Hebrew. Right. Exactly. Right. And then you're going to discriminate against those individuals, but nobody says anything. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so that that's where it comes into play. And that's where we talk about the whole, it, it, there, there's a psychosis behind it. Mm -hmm. It makes you act irrationally, and it actually makes you act, you know, it's delusional. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes I feel like that's, and, and we have to understand, we have to step back, and we have to look at, you know, um, the, you know the, the narrative mm -hmm. that we're creating uh, when we act like that, we're victims. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is that they're the ones that have issues, not us. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Even though there may be, uh, you know, you know the issues that obviously we have, and we can do a lot, a lot of things better as a community. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The focus cannot be on what they're going to give us or what they're going to do for us. Mm -hmm. We have to collectively understand our power and to understand the, our greatness. Yeah. Because they definitely do. Yeah, but we, we, we understand that. If we come to terms and we begin to understand that, how great of an influence and the great power that we do have, it's a done deal. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, you know, when you was talking about the great influence that we have over all these different, you know, whether it be in a different country or a different state, you know, I, I thought about something where I saw a documentary a while back over in Japan where they had these dudes that was doing all this, this whole lowrider club. Mm -hmm. and, wow. and they was claiming Crippin' Blood. <laughs> I'm like, how do you, wow. you see what I'm saying? That's just the influence yeah. that you have. And whenever you go into, man, it, it's just great. And I don't think we understand the power, you know, the greatness that we have in just our overall makeup and how much influence we have over the culture, over, yeah. over people in the world, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it is. I mean, you know, and what it came, and what it came out of. I mean, the fact that when you think about hip hop, and how hip hop is basically a global uh, empire at this point, and that people are trying to figure out ways to capitalize on it, mm -hmm. right? I yeah. mean, we have the product. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to necessarily have the resources that we need, but we definitely, we definitely have the product. Yeah. And you know, as and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be prejudiced right now, and say that, and, and specifically as it relates to us in this country, in America, okay, as as African Americans, you know, everybody's emulating us, yeah, even on the continent, mm -hmm. even in of, of the di of the diaspora, we're the ones that are influencing more than anyone else. Correct. Although it is what we, what we had to suffer and what you know what we went through. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what they talked about. They said, you know, when you talk to someone and you think about that culture, the cool culture of America, mm -hmm. you're going to think about the African American yeah. uh, no experience. Doubt. You know, yeah. in our culture and the way we do things, and mm -hmm. you know, our our talent. Yeah. You know, and, and, and what we're able to, I mean, we're just extremely, you know, talented people. And you can go to any country and sell out a, a stadium. You know, I mean, you can take a, a, a country music star and take him to Japan or China, and he's probably not going to sell that out. 
And that's just speaking real. Yeah. But if you take Drake or you take one of these other, they're going to sell that concert out. Yeah. So that just shows you the influence they, that you right. have, you know. Right. But even when you look back at some of the old, like like, like I used to trip back and, and sit back and, and look at some of the old school music that they had with the Temptations and mm -hmm. the Motown. Motown influenced everybody. Everybody. Who, everybody loved the oldies, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can catch Cats' Word down the street, you know, uh, Mexican-Americans. And, and, you know, they had a lowriders and they listened to, you know, nothing but Motown, you right. know. Right. So you know this, like you say, it's a great influence, you know, and that and and that's the thread in it all. That's also yeah, that that's the fear, and that's what we are we are stolen from. And any times that any time that we have shown, like talk about Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. we, there was a time where we knew what what we had and we tried to to build, and then what happened was they burned down. They come after you, and it's like if we if we elevate ourselves, we're taking something from them. That's where the fear is coming from. Yeah. If we yeah. elevate, that means we're taking something from them. Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's the sad part. Yeah. And, and, and again, I mean, that's the whole, going to the whole idea of that's why I say supremacy is an illusion. Right. Mm. Because, I mean, you, I mean, if you are, if you're supreme, then you don't do anything to go after, after somebody, yeah. somebody else. Yeah, you don't have to. Because you're conscious and know who you are. Right. right. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a fighter. That you know, you know how they say they would, you know, some fighters they would put certain things on their gloves, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, get in somebody's right, eye, right. they would do something, you know, something mm -hmm. slick. Uh, but if you're really supreme, you don't have to do any of those things, yeah. right? And that's that's what happens is that basically, you know, if you're truly superior and you're truly supreme, then you would have to do nothing, mm -hmm. yeah. There's no, you know, but it's, but you, when you make a concerted, concerted effort to destroy someone, why are you trying to destroy them? Right. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like a pimp. You know, I, I always do these pimping. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> that. <But laughs> it's just like a pimp yeah. and a prostitute. Mm -hmm. You know, why does he, what, what is the idea of, of the pimp trying to mentally, mentally degrade the prostitute. What is? Why is he trying to do that? Because he's trying to convince Con her convince that control. she needs him, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she don't really need him. Right. But in her mind, you know, they do things like that. Like you can't do nothing without me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And 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 you know without and then they would say you you know they would do things to like put them down. Mm -hmm. Put you down, put you down, and and then your self esteem is gone. Yeah. Exactly. And the only way that you can move up or or, or be accepted is to show your loyalty to the mm -hmm. pimp. Right. Exactly. And to be his bottom. Yeah. Exactly. Prostitute. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And 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 that's how you know. That's why I say America and in especially the whole racial thing. Yeah. Is the um is the ultimate pimp game. Mm. Yeah, that's you true. know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that's a lot of times when you talk about, the, and that's that whole the the whole side. The fear, the fear is she's gonna leave you and go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I remember I was watching on YouTube uh, a piece, a, a clip from the Mac, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and when he took and he took one of the one of his one of the, yeah, the not the yeah. Mac himself, yeah, but the but other the guy. Do, yeah. And they were in the pool hall. Yeah. And, and Richard Pryor was there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And he was saying he and he took her away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And uh, and that's the fear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The fear is that basically, you know, she's going to go somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and that's what they're scared of. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're fearful of. Exactly. You know, I mean, we're, we're I mean, we're power, we're powerful beyond means, mm-hmm. you know, but we, we can't get past not understanding why someone is doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like you hear if, you know, there's certain things, like when a, when a prostitute wants to leave her pimp, she often asks him, well, if you, why won't you let me go? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Because she knows that basically if she go, if she, you know, she's damaged goods, if she leaves them, because there's codes among pimps. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so, and, and sometimes that's the rhetoric. Because you, you're, you're free to leave. Yeah. But you, you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the mental, you, mentally you're damaged and you don't understand your power. Yeah. Right. And that's what us. That's we're, what us. We, we're mentally damaged. damaged and we don't understand yeah. our power. Correct. And, and how powerful we really are. Yeah. And, and just the way it's been broke down so far today, I think it gave me a different look or a different perspective as how I see it now. When you was talked about just the overall influence and stuff over the different cultures. And I think that uh, the great majority of us see it totally different. We don't see it like that, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't, we don't, we don't accept it like that. Sometimes we can't describe it. We don't know where it comes from, mm-hmm. and so we just let it be as it is. But, but those are, who try to find out where it's where it's at. You know, it's always oh they just trying to make us. But why are you trying to make you feel inferior? You know, yeah. what is the what is the root? What is the root cause of all this? Because they're always in psychology. Mm-hmm. Let's go back down to, to the, the root yeah, of everything in from? order to yeah. to you know to figure this thing out. Right. And I think if we go back down to the root as we done today in terms of the overall influence that we have, so you can you'll be able to understand when you see. I mean. The Wesley Snipes, the Bill Cosby's, the all of these different people that we know that's been put on public display, mm-hmm. and they everything's been snatched away from them yeah. in order to make you believe that look, you can never get to this status mm-hmm. because it is, and it's not so much that uh, uh, you going we just taking it from them, but it's the fact that they have a lot of influence in order to get to certain platform, they can influence so many amount of people just mm-hmm. with their platform, mm-hmm. and so that's the overall threat. It's a bigger threat than just okay, we just here. In America, yeah, you know, and I think that's the way we look at it. Oh, we just here in America, so we can only influence America, but it's it's bigger, it's global, right. Right. you know. So yeah, I think that if we start seeing it like that, then we'll we'll once we recognize it, then we'll understand it a little bit better. And I think that's where the fear the fear of because I was thinking about. Do you remember when all this woke stuff? Yeah. Started. I mean, years, years, years ago. Like I've been woke for yeah. many years, right? And that was a good thing, but now they putting negative connotations on the word woke. Why is that? Because the more people that are waking up, they're starting to see a little bit of a change. I And I feel when you were talking about getting to the root of it, like where it stems from, this stuff has been historically, that's, that's how this nation was made on, on racism. You know, you don't agree with that word. It was, it was made on racism, right? So if, if I go into the schools starting that young, mm-hmm. letting them see, well, you know, you guys kind of been learning a, messed up history you know this is the truth of it right Mm -hmm. you got to start somewhere and then you start changing the minds of these young black kids seeing like oh wait a minute i I am great yeah i am that's where it starts and that's why 
you have to have control over no critical race theory, all of that stuff that they're trying to, that they were trying to teach and they're trying to stop it. That's where it stems from. We got to get there first. Yeah. Get get the minds of these youngsters first, and that is that is, I think that's the answer. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I believe that that is the answer. But even if you want to look back to uh, you know ancient Egypt, you know the pyramids were there first. Exactly. And and people emulate and it. people emulate that. You know all over. I mean, there's pyramids other places, but they recognize the ones in Egypt as being the first it's, ones. Right. You know, so it, this been going on. This been here for for, for years. Like, yeah. You know? And even when I look back at technology and things that, even if you want to go into technology and things that has been created, right? Like if you if you research where the first cell phone come from, mm-hmm. you no, know, a lot of people don't know where the first cell phone mm-hmm. come from. The patent was sold for a dollar. Yeah. It was a black man. Right. You know, so I'm just saying that, you know, everything started somewhere. And, and and we just have to understand our greatness. And the great majority of the people have to understand that there's a, a, a significant reason behind um, Kanye West being treated the way he's being treated for what yeah. he said. Uh, Irvin being treated the way, you know, it's just not just for something, you know, just for yeah. something. It's always something behind it, you know. It's, and, it's bigger. And, and and the thing is, is that they've always had a motive. And the motive, what I mean by that is, is historically, um, you know, there was never any, I don't think we really paid much attention. And now I would, I would imagine in, in early times, especially as Africans, would we had ever really paid any attention to um, the fact of our skin color or what we were doing. I mean, I don't think that racism was really introduced because at that time it was just, it wasn't based upon color. You're talking about tribalism Mm -hmm. and you're talking about the indigenous people of almost any land are always people of of color, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that when you have individuals who, I think that when you think of, of the thousands of years ago or hundreds of years, centuries ago, when you had individuals that were on this quest, to try to <clears throat> go outside of where they were and try to snatch as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think at some point in time, you realize that they understood, that to, to their credit, so to speak, is understanding the psychology of it all. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They understood the psychology. Like when we think about in the 1960s when the FBI were doing certain things to black groups. Mm-hmm. They understood how you would pit one group against each other. Right. Mm-hmm. We know that that's not. That it's not like I'm making something up. It's like the Freedom of Information Act. It's true. Mm-hmm. They were right. pitting the United Slaves against the yep. the uh, uh, the Black Panther Party mm-hmm. and even Black Panther Party individuals against each other. Yeah. The things that they were doing to Dr. Mm-hmm. King yeah. and threatening what they were gonna they were gonna give his wife and what they were doing with Malcolm mm-hmm. and the Nation of Islam. Yep. This was this is what you were doing domestically, right. and it wasn't like you just you just woke up one day and said, "Okay, let's try this game." Mm-hmm. 
we're going to do something to try to create a wedge between these organizations or between these people because of the mind game. And, and, but see, that's the same game that's being played right now. The same game that was played with the Ux organization and the Black Panther, mm-hmm. Malcolm and, and, and Martin or whoever it was, is the same thing that's being played right now with Shaq making these comments against Kyrie Irving, uh, Barkley making these comments, Stephen A. Spears makes mm-hmm. it. That's the same game. Mm-hmm. It's the divide and conquer. Yeah. Yeah, it's the absolutely. Same game. I, yeah, and 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 you're creating, you know, this propaganda. Exactly. Because they say the first casualty of war is what, the truth. The truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so, and that's and that's kind of the game to play. Just like, you know, I, I tell people that you know the mind is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And and I would tell you know as a, as a young man, I remember when I went to the to boot camp, um, as a marine. And I remember before we graduated, the drill instructor told us as we're standing, you know, at attention, he says, you are now a Marine. Mm -hmm. You will never die. You will go to hell and you will regroup. Oh, right. Wow. When I, I mean, they had my head. (laughs) They had, they had my mind. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I had to, you know, maybe the statute of limitations is gone now, but mm. you know, I might would have killed you <laughs> over the Marine Corps back then yeah. if you would have said something about the Marines, because they yeah. literally within that time period of being in boot camp, they had my head, right, yeah. right, and uh, and it was all the in your mind. Mm-hmm. The whole point of having you doing all these things that seemed silly and seemed ridiculous. Was they were trying to, you know, it, it was all in your mind. They were yeah. getting in your head. Yeah, exactly. All those games that they played. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so you know, and and that's the, and that's really the way that that they're playing. Even when they, uh, you know, like even during the Cold War, some of the things that they were doing to our enemies that we were able to defeat without even going into battle mm-hmm. because they would do things with people and, and create a coups. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. From their people. Exactly. So they would go in there and they would train the people and they mm-hmm. tell people this and tell people that. Yep. You go in there, man, and you snatch the president. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You yep. see yeah, old Gaddafi, his, he yeah. looked bad yeah. when they got him. Yeah. But yeah. the people turned against him. Exactly. And so that, and that's, that's, that's the, and, and you know, uh, you know, and that's happened many different times. Correct. You know, and that's why on the continent, you if you listen and you hear these Pan-Africanists talk, and they always talking about colonial powers, mm-hmm. how the colonial powers have came here and created this, or the colonial yep. powers came yeah. in and, and did this and yeah. did that. You're like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and they're blaming them for coming in, and they, and they think that somehow, some way, that these were puppets. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. when they didn't do what they wanted, what they were supposed to do, then they would go get the people to turn against them mm-hmm. and do it. I yeah, mean, that's the art of war. Yeah, it was good at it too. Right. Yeah. And so, and that's the reason why I think that as 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 people, we need to uh, realign our thinking mm-hmm. and our narrative, and understand, you know, uh, you know, our own greatness. Yeah. yeah, and understanding that you know how how do we the ultimate question that we are how we that we always are trying to address in every segment is how do we improve how mm-hmm. do we deal with our problems and how do we deal 
with our crisis. And the and the point that we always try to come up with is that it really begins with us. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and that's why I don't spend a lot of spend too much time and as little as possible talking about what they're doing. Yeah, only as a point of reference. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But but in the final analysis, is that you know. Uh, they want you to feel hopeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like a pimp. Right. They want a prostitute to feel hopeless. Like yeah. she can't do nothing without the pimp. Right. Right. Like she's asking them, "Hey, can I go to school tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Can I go to class? Well, mm-hmm. no. You you need to be on the blade. Right. Tomorrow. <laughs> right. I'd have told mm-hmm. you you need to put eighty hours in a week. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you need to be there. Okay, daddy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Exactly. I can't go to school. Well, why not? He didn't say, I'm going to kill you. Right. Right. He didn't say, I'm going to come and snatch you. Mm-hmm. He's done messed with your head so much what? that you don't even okay. know yeah. that all you have to do is get out of the game and go to school. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But but that's how Correct. they have you in your head. And, exactly. And, that, and it's the same psychosis. Exactly. It is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And, and they're only limited by that. Mm-hmm. You know cool. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then it's those that will sit back and say, well, we can't do nothing until we get a leader. Right. That part, yes. You know, and he sit back. Always well, waiting where, for Where somebody. is he going to come from? You, we're right. waiting for somebody, and you are the leader of yourself. Right. You know, it starts with you. You know, and if a lot of people start thinking like that, then maybe we'll start seeing this change. But until you sit back, like you say, we're so mentally damaged to where we believe that we can't accomplish anything. And 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 like you say, I think you 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 hit it you hit it, it hit it on the head when you said you only use these certain analogies as a point of reference because I think a lot of us get to the point where we can't do nothing because white man got us this mm-hmm. and white man and that's. And that sets us back right mm-hmm. then and there. For us to believe like that, that sets us back. So I understand when people say, stop using that as an excuse. Yeah. Right. You know? But you got to yeah. get out of your own head. That That's the, we got pimped. We got pimped. Right. I mean, you yeah. know, that's where the control is in your in your mind. You, you know, our, ca- ooh, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, that's exactly, exactly the the way it is, is that you should never be in an, in an environment or in a situation where you feel like, um, you know, you're defeated. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you always have to be in that situation. And, and oftentimes that's what really leads us sometimes down the wrong path. That's yeah. true. Because, yes. you know, when you're talking, it's like what they're not going to allow me to do. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, once you, once you understand your greatness – then, you know, it's very hard to stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, you know? can't be scared either. You can't be scared by what you see in society in terms of people being made examples of mm-hmm. and use that. And I give you a prime example. My my kids was just, when I was walking out the house, they was watching the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the part where they had uh, the, the, the slave who had ran away and he was up there being yeah. whipped, right? yeah. And my daughter was sitting back, and she was watching like she was cringing. And she said, ooh, I would never run away. Ooh. And my yeah. son say, that's what they don't want you to do. That's the mm-hmm. reason why they did what they yeah. did. But it's the, it's the same thing. They mm-hmm. place people up there. They make example of them. Mm-hmm. And you sit back in your little, your little hut and say, I don't want to do it forward. I don't want to do nothing. Right. Because they're going to they gonna keep me down. Right. You know, so that's the type of mentality that we see all the time. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, we always make. I mean, that's that's the that's number one is make an example of people. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's kind of what, you know, what we're dealing with. And, you know, I mean, when you you were mentioning some of these individuals that they basically crucified for public display just in order to send a message mm-hmm. to people. Um, and I think that it's starting to backfire a little bit. I think that people are, are reacting and responding differently than than they expected. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? I mean, and now people are really being put on the spot who kind of want to, you know, appease mm-hmm. the pimp. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, and that, and, and it's, you know, the bottom prostitute is always going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's always going to go and just say, why are you out of line? Didn't he tell you to go on the blade? Why yeah. are you going to school? That's right. Mm-hmm. And then the pimp don't even have to beat you cause the, the, because the bottom prostitute is going to beat you. Yeah. yeah. He don't even mm-hmm. have to do anything. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because she's going to come to his rescue because everybody wants to be the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You right. know what I mean? It's that mind right. control. It, right. You know what I mean? You think I'm gonna give up this situation that I'm in, mm-hmm. and it, and it doesn't really mean anything because you're just as much of a, uh, you know, oh, the rest of them. <laughs> I'll say, <it>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they don't, <laughs> but but you don't see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's kind of the what we got, you know, going on. So we just have to, you know, it's 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 basically if you want to understand America, you have to read. You know the books that were written for pimps, yeah. right? <laughs> right. We're gonna talk about this pimp thing <laughs> after the show because yeah. it, it re- it's, it's the same. It's the same, yeah, thing. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What was that? Cardi G. Woodson said that if you can control a man's thinking and you try to tell him to go out the back door, and if there's not a back door, it will create a back door just to go through. Just to go through. Yeah, mm. because you have control over his mind. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and that's, that's where deep. we stand. That's yeah. deep and that's real. And, that's and, real. and that's the and that's the thing that they want. I mean, it's just like slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, the ensl- physical enslavement of a person is not as detrimental as the psychosis of slavery, right? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you would have been an indentured servant. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so, when you think about the institution of slavery, when people say slavery's existed forever, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's it has existed forever because. There was no employer-employee relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. That, you know, if I lived by the water and I fished and you had yams, then we bartered. But exactly. if I go to some other tribe and work for some other tribe, I'm their slave. Mm-hmm. So so the, the indentured servants was the slaves. Exactly. But what we did was different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this is this is what commonly happens in human history yeah. when it comes to, to when it comes to to, <clears throat> to slaves. Yeah, and, and when they talk about the biblical perspective of it, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, and so you know, and that was and that's what changed us is that they didn't because slavery traditionally historically because now it's a dirty name mm-hmm. was a human institution. Slavery was a human institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we were not treated like humans. Mm-hmm. The indigenous servants were treated like humans. Exactly. Right. We were not treated there. They, that's a different. The term gives it way too much credit, mm-hmm. and it's a misnomer. Yeah. Because we were not slaves. Exactly. And I'm not trying to co-sign or justify what many of these tribes did when they sold their pe- so-called people yeah. into slavery. But we do know that oftentimes. Those were 
people who were those were cap people who were captured. Were captured. They were yeah. it. They were prisoners of war. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? That they sold. Mm-hmm. And but, religion played a lot into oh, it too. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yeah. So you know, but I mean, again, I think and I hope that pe- that 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 people will begin to start trying to properly understand when we talk about racism mm-hmm. that you can't give it that much power right. that the, the they're diabolical and they're sick mm-hmm. yeah. anyone who thinks like that they're just sick they're, sick, yeah. they're delusional yeah, the they're illness. sick and don't give them no power that's not mm-hmm. supremacy yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're just a sick person yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we should replace the word racism with being sick yeah. But at any rate, thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, same channel. Until that time, stay blessed. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. You're listening to an encore presentation of this program, KCAA, the Inland Talk Express. The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio.